This episode of the Beauté Industry Podcast was brought to you by Salon Marketing Creative Agency. Hello and welcome to the Beauté Industry Podcast, your online support community for the professional beauty industry. I am your host, founding director of Beauté Industry, Tamara Reed. Here, we are closing the competitive gap and speaking your language. This is a platform created and dedicated to the professional beauty industry, valuing community over competition. We serve to help connect you with inspiration from industry experts, expand your knowledge through educational pieces, and bring you the latest in product and technology innovation. This is Beauty Industry. Today, my guest is Vanessa McDonald from Salon Marketing Creative Agency. Vanessa is the founder and director of Salon Marketing Creative Agency, otherwise known as SMC, and has helped salons stand out like a flamingo amongst a flock of pigeons through database-focused marketing since 2016. Vanessa helps salon, spa, and clinic owners make more money using their most valuable marketing assets, their client database using direct response marketing strategies. So with Vanessa's help, it's time to stop crossing your fingers and hoping the new clients you work hard to acquire will come back to you for a second visit and do something about it. The SMC agency has created the ultimate solution to help business owners like you keep their first-time clients coming back again and again for future visits and spending more in the business, which we all need right now. Today, Vanessa and I chat about how you can activate a super simple marketing campaign, why you need to rebook your clients, how you can increase your average client spend, as well as why you need to think about new clients as a treatment journey rather than just a one-off luxury treatment. From Salon Marketing Creative Agency, here is Vanessa McDonald. Vanessa Flamingo, welcome to the Beauty Industry Podcast. Hi, Tamara. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, likewise. I'm so excited to have you. You're actually one of the few people um, who I don't know the whole career story about how you got into the industry. I know everything that you're doing now. I'm such a fan, as you know, but you're one of the people that like, you don't talk about your career much. So I'm actually excited to, to start with you there today in our episode. How did you enter into the industry? It's so interesting that you would you would make that uh, point. And I think the reason I don't talk about how I entered the beauty industry is probably because of the, the type of product that I was originally selling and marketing when I entered the industry. And I guess it could be compared to smoking. So it was solariums. <laughs> <laughs> It's something that like back in the 90s, the late night, well, through the 90s and even earlier, solariums were quite big in the Australian beauty industry. There weren't too many salons out there that didn't have a stand-up solarium. And I worked for a company called Ergoline and that was where I started my sales, marketing and training career in our industry. Yeah, and I was... So, you know, an equipment distributor, national equipment distributor and a pretty big brand at the time. You'd go to Beauty Expo and, then you know, the solarium companies would be one of the most visible on the floor. And then, of course, 
legislation changed and they became illegal and that was that was you know, a long time after I left that company and uh, and uh, you know found myself working for some other pretty significant brands in the industry that I'm not embarrassed to talk about <laughs> <laughs> but you know during that time I, I learned a lot and I learned a lot about beauty salons and hair salons, but my passion's always been beauty salons. And I was also managing five clinics. And so, you know, I was on the ground and working with teams and, and got a lot from that. But, you know, from there, I, I noticed one day when I was flicking through professional beauty, uh, a product called Shortcuts, and I quickly became obsessed with the concept of point of sale salon software. It just made so much sense to me. And I ended up reaching out to, uh, at the time, it was uh, a gentleman called Steve Oswald, who's still a mentor of mine today. And uh, at the time was Shortcut's most successful uh, reseller of their point of sale software program. And I ended up working for Steve, uh, sales, marketing, education, implementation, even configuration of the software and learned a lot about the power of salon software and how it can help, how it can help salons grow if they know how to use it properly. So that was that was awesome. Uh, then an opportunity came up for me to to move to Dermalogica in the International Dermal Institute, and that was probably the best job I ever had. I wasn't a I'm not a therapist. I'm a marketing strategist, and I had a lot to learn when I went to work. At Dermalogica and IDI, I was a business development manager on the sales team. So I was going into I was going into clinics, into salons, and spending time uh, with the owner, uh, giving them business advice relating to growing their skin business, and and needing to also do incentive training with the teams, which was challenging when you're training therapists on skin and you're not a skin therapist yourself. Mm. It's not like that anymore in the industry. So this is old school stuff. But because it was Dermalogica and the International Dermal Institute, I was in classes all the time. If I ever had a cancellation with a client, I was in an IDI class. If uh, you know, we, we had to attend those on a regular basis and I learned a lot about skin and that's where I found my passion for, for the skin industry. Yeah, so, yeah, and, uh, I mean, this is going back to 1999. So from there I ended up be working for Youngblood then our professional beauty solutions. I was their first business development consultant, and wow. yeah, and uh, and then it ended up back at Shortcuts again after that when they went direct and they approached me and said, you know, we'd love to offer you an opportunity. Please come back. So I did, and uh, and then uh, fast forward to Summer Marketing Creative Agency, and yeah, spent some more time back at Professional Beauty Solutions. So. My relationships have always been pretty consistent. Where I've where I where I've been called, I've I've gone and spent time. And and at PBS, I had I had a you know I've got a great I've got a, a great relationship with Matt and Lisa, and uh, they they invited me to come in and um, look at their marketing systems. And I ended up developing the marketing on a platter program that now is one of their unique points of difference, which was really good. And yeah, so then SMC happened, Solar Marketing Creative Agency. And and uh, here I am in the pink room talking to you today. 
<laughs> Amazing. I love that. I love that. I just, I just always am so intrigued about like how or where people start and how they enter into the industry and then kind of their, you know, career pathway, because it's always like, okay, I'm here and now what next, or how did you get there? And how did you go from there to there? Um, at what stage did you have that light bulb moment where you went, actually, I want to stop working for other people and, you know, build my own business and, and go into marketing full time? Okay. That was, that was, I'll never forget the moment when I decided to start at the time solo marketing coach, when I was coaching, focusing on marketing prior to uh, becoming a full service marketing agency. And what I was doing for many years was helping and supporting salon owners and giving them marketing advice. And I'd be doing that just by jumping on a call and offering them just just people that I have established relationships with and and uh, helping them to understand how they could market their brand and their business better. And I'd do it as a favour in many circumstances. And at the end of it, I'd get comments like, that's the best consultation I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some people even went and, you know, sacked their their current business coach because they're like, I just learned more with you in that 45-minute call than I have in 12 months of working with this business coach. Yes, I need to focus on marketing, marketing, marketing. And I just thought, okay, why am I not charging for this? Why am I not putting myself out there with all this this industry-specific knowledge and experience that I have? Why am I not doing something with that? And I did. And I had my first client the next day and I had 10 clients by the end of the month and it just grew from there. Amazing. And yeah. and I, like ever since then, I can imagine like still today, when you talk about marketing, your face is just like lit up. And I don't think I've seen anyone so passionate about marketing other than you. <laughs> I am obsessed with it. I dream about it. I literally wake up in the morning and that's the, my first thought. And I know some people listening to this might think that's really sad, but it just happens for me so naturally. And I truly do marketing happy dances whenever I come up with a new flamingo concept you know, something that's really different that I think is going to work for, for our clients and for for the industry. And, um, yeah, it, you're right. It really lights me up. I have a shower. I'm thinking of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm on holidays. I'm, I'm flicking through a magazine and I'll, I'll, I'll spot an idea and I'm, immediately I'll get my computer and put it into make it real, bring it to mm-hmm. life for the industry, for a beauty salon, yeah. So I never, I never switch off because I do truly, I don't know what it, what it is that excites me so much. I've never owned a salon. Mm. You know, I've definitely worked in salons, you know, front desk positions over the years as, as a receptionist. And, uh, but, yeah, no, I don't know what it is. I just really love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, if you find what you love, you never work a day in your life, but um, I feel like that's actually the opposite. You work harder, right? When you find what you love, because you're always working. Yeah, true. Well, yes, it it doesn't feel like work to me Mm. unless I'm writing copy. (laughs) (laughs) Holy goal game. Um, so tell me then, um, you know, with the whole Flamingo and your mission is to stand out like a 
flamingo in a flock of pigeons, which I absolutely love. And that's why your branding of the pink flamingo is just such a standout in comparison to everything else we see on the feed these days. Um, You know, I was hearing just then that the difference with SMC is that you really talk to the beauty industry. So though you're like watching TV and seeing an advert or flipping through a magazine on your holidays and seeing something in there, you can kind of take an idea and go, how will this actually practically land for our industry and then kind of make it really relatable, which I think is, is one of your key elements of, you know, being able to be a, a flamingo in the flock of pigeons because not everybody is talking to the beauty industry, you know, and I know there's a lot of marketing agencies which come externally and go, oh, I can 10X your business, I can do this, I can do that. And then they get into our industry and it all falls flat because they actually don't get it. Um, you know, over the last couple of years, I'm curious to know what kind of impact your presence has made on the businesses that you've worked with. Okay. Well, I, when it comes to standing out like a flamingo with, you know, that, that, that mission statement, if you like, amongst a flock of pigeons, what I've, what I've found in the beauty industry is that it's not difficult to stand out like a flamingo because there are so many pigeon businesses out there. And what I'm talking about, it, it's, not, it's not hard to stand out like a flamingo because it's really about getting the basics right. And when I'm talking about the basics, I'm talking about branding and I'm talking about, like most salons don't have a brand. They've got a logo. They don't have a brand identity style guide. They're not consistent with their use of their primary and secondary colours, primary and secondary fonts. There's just no consistency across all the different touch points that are out there. So if a salon uh, takes a step towards spending a little bit of money and investing in getting an actual brand and not just a logo, and then they, they even, you know, it's okay to be self-taught. They learn what it takes to get that consistency, just that basic visual consistency, that can be enough to help them stand out like a flamingo. Mm. And, you know, that's the basics of business and marketing 101. It's, it's, it's really the first step. But I guess where I've also, where I try and make an impact is to get them to think about uh, using their client data. So most do have some type of you know industry specific point of sale software program and it doesn't matter which brand it is they all have similar functionality capabilities built within the program mm. it's really about you know how you're entering in data is the data client data client records you know is the data accurate and and actually using it, just the basics of staying in touch with their clientele, you know, and using their data and having a strong marketing foundation, especially with a focus on retention. Something as simple as, you know, a, a personal as acknowledging someone's birthday or thanking someone for referring a friend. It sends a message of, you know, you matter. We noticed. You're special. And, and we appreciate you. We're grateful. And it's not difficult to do. And even, even when it comes to something as simple as, okay, I'm going to enter in someone's birthday, we'll do something with that data. They've gone to the trouble of giving you their birthday. And if you do send them something on their birthday, an SMS, an email, and something in the post would be amazing, those three touch points, 
you will stand out like a flamingo because there'll be very few other businesses or brands that go to that trouble. And it's not really trouble because it can all be done on automation. So I get them to think about that. You've got this amazing resource on your front desk and it's a money-making machine and it's not difficult to use. And if you do use even just the basics, you will stand out from your competition. And also helping helping the salon owners that I've worked with understand that, you know, they come to us with, they come to SMC to inquire about how we can, how we can serve them, how we can help them grow. And they know that their business has a lot of potential, mm-hmm. but they don't really understand how to how to turn that potential into profit, mm-hmm. how to increase their revenue. But they they can see the potential because they're working so hard in their business. And, the, you know, the money's going through the till. But what we get them to understand, what I get them to understand is that every transaction doesn't represent profit. Mm. You know, grooming services like brows are not that profitable, but they bring in heaps of opportunity. You know, a, a, a woman who has skin as well as brows mm. and they offer skin services and, and all of this transactional data is going into the database and, and so they, they discover that they can pull a marketing list of everyone who's purchased skincare but never had a facial. Mm. You know, everyone who's had a, um, you know, had a facial and never purchased skincare and then being able to approach their marketing in a more targeted way. So that's we're all about we're all about the database at SMC, and uh, I, I've I've seen some salons increase their their revenue by over hundred percent in the first year when they mm-hmm. start actually using the data sitting right now in their pulse system. Yeah, yeah, totally. And as you were saying that, I was just thinking back to all of the treatments I've ever had. Um, prior to being a mum, I and, and lockdown and COVID and all the things, I would typically have a treatment every single month. And you always fill out the client card. You always have to enter in your birthday. But then when it comes around to June 21st, which is my birthday, I might get like one SMS mm-hmm. or one email from all of the 12 clinics, spas, salons, all of the things that I've been to in the 12 months, one, you know, and yeah. that one is the flamingo. You know, they're yes. connecting out. They're saying, hey, Tamara, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, girl. Here's a $20 voucher for your next facial service or whatever it is. You know, here's a free salt scrub for you back when you come in for your massage. You know, when they give you that little offer, that's like, oh, okay, yeah, I feel special. I'm, I'm being heard. They know it's my birthday. I'm going to give that person my service, you know, my money, my business. Whereas all of the other people who haven't contacted, well, you're out of sight, out of mind, you know. So, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. There. Yeah, and out of sight, out of mind, it does keep like those little, it's such a basic tactic mm-hmm. to keep your brand top of mind. But we help, I help clients understand, salon owners understand that, What's the objective here? Mm. We, we want to keep the brand top of mind, of course. That's a bit fluffy. Can't really measure results of, you know, sending out a birthday email. Um, okay, sent, now we're top of mind. Mm. Well, no, what we're trying to do is in- increase average spend, introduce, ideally introduce the client to a new service, uh, and also increase the frequency of visit mm-hmm. because you could send out, for ex- let's just stick with the birthday example, you could send out a birthday email with a gift redeemable towards a facial and 
the person doesn't book in for the facial, they receive the email and they feel good about that, that, you know, their birthday has been remembered by a salon that they know, like and trust, but that could be enough to trigger them to make their next booking mm. and so they're not stretching their appointment out. So it's, a, it's not just about sending the birthday email, it's about I want to increase average spend, I want to increase frequency of visit as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thinking more strategically. Yes, yes. And I think the problem with businesses and business owners is not that they don't want to think strategically, it's that they're doing all of the things. You know, they've got all the 45 different hats on, they're in the treatment room, they're trying to do the books, they're trying to manage the team culture, then they've got to chuck marketing on top of that as well, you know. So it's not the fact that they don't want to or don't know how to think strategically, it's just like there's so much fog, there's so much mud that they just can't see the clarity, you know, and they don't have time to implement all the things, right? Yeah, it's, and that's why automation and using the the marketing automation features within their chosen point of sale software program makes so much sense. Mm, Absolutely. And I want to ask you, because a lot of marketing agencies go, let's get new clients, let's get new clients, let's get new clients. And um, you are here talking about client retention right? So why did you focus on client retention? Well, it's a lot easier and cheaper to grow a business by working on retention and frequency of visit than going out and trying to attract new clients in all the time. Client churn is a big problem in our industry. And what, what the data has shown me pretty consistently now over the years is that like one of the KPIs we always look at first is, okay, how many new clients did this clinic attract and how many of those clients came back for a second visit? And that was, that was the one KPI when I saw that consistently, the number, the average number come through on hundreds of reports over the years. That's where I realised the secret sauce was to, if you could just get those new clients coming back for that second visit and then work on nurturing them towards their third and their fourth, Rather than it's so much easier to do that than try and work out Facebook ads, try and work out SEO, try and work out Google ads and throw a lot of money at that, which usually lands in a place, usually lands in front of someone who is probably a discount shopper, Mm. not really the clinic's ideal client who they want to spend time with. And, and, uh, yeah, so the number was... At the moment, the industry average we found at SMC, based on the data that we have access to, is 27% or less when it comes to new client rebook and retention for that second visit. So just to give you an example of the cost to a clinic, if, if there are 500 new clients attracted to the clinic in a year, in 12 months, based on 20, retaining 27% for a second visit, that means that 365 didn't come back. 365 people that have come in, has met the team, has seen the space, has experienced the service, their details are in the database. Now, most salons that we work with, the size of the salon, has an annual average spend of around $500 if they haven't really started growing their skin business yet, approximately, give or take $20 either side. So if we consider $500 annual average spend and we've got 365 people that didn't come back for a second visit, we're talking about $182,000 in lost revenue. 
Wow. So that's why I just got goosebumps, flamingo bumps, I call them. That's <laughs> why I get really excited about client retention because it's not that hard to, to make a change and, and get those clients coming back. Absolutely. And if I can put that into like really basic understanding for the therapist and estheticians that are listening, if you had 10 clients in your treatment room in one day and you only rebooked 27% of them, you're really only booking under three clients. That's crazy. So you're letting seven clients that you have just touched and done the whole treatment and worked your butt off to create this relationship and file the toenails and massage the back and cleanse the face. Seven of them are leaving and never seeing you again. What a waste. It's a, yeah, it's such a waste, but it's also important to remember that that particular ab- average KPI of 27% or less is specific to first time clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first-time clients. So if you had 10 first-time clients in a day, and many clinics out there do, and you had 27% rebook, your numbers would be bang on for the example Mm -hmm. that we're currently discussing. Yeah, yeah, correct. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. And never come back. (laughs) Not just not rebooked, not come back. Yeah, Never come back. And we work so hard, so bloody hard, Vanessa, to get the client connection, get them to fill out a form, you know, understand their personality type, DISC, we do the treatment, firmer, harder, softer, you know, all of the things for them to never come back. It just like, why? I would be saying to, to the client, why did you not come back? What what happened to you? You know, where did we miss the mark? Because for, for a seven new clients not to come back that's that's huge and if you are as you said using all this money on Facebook ads and trying to get the Instagram bloody algorithm right and all of this stuff it just it just feels like such a waste yeah and and such a wasted opportunity in that Mm. I mean most most clinics if they were to grow their business by 20 percent annually they'd be delighted Mm. Mm. And, and what we found is by increasing customer retention, just by one or two visits per year, you can increase your profits by 20 to 25%. After the break, Vanessa shares with us how we should nurture our clients from the very first touch point to ensure they come on the treatment journey with us and remain a loyal client. But first, I'd like to share with you a little bit more about SMC that you may not already know. Salon Marketing Creative Agency is Australia's only marketing agency specialising in client retention for beauty salons and skin clinics. And guess what? The team at SMC understands your business. They know you want to perform more facials and they understand the treatments and skincare brands you offer. They are committed to the professional beauty and skin clinic industry. Salon Marketing Creative Agency is your marketing team. Our beauty industry community is invited to book a complimentary 30-minute discovery marketing consultation to explore just how you can be using your client database more effectively with Vanessa herself, the SMC founding director. Usually $165, you can quote the discount code BUTE free and you'll get that 30-minute discovery marketing consultation absolutely complimentary. Visit smcagency.com.au or swipe up in your podcast app to click through to the link to make your booking today. 
This offer is a free discovery call valued at $165 just by using the code BEAUTYFREE. Thank you so much to Vanessa and the team at SMC for making this episode of the Beauty Industry Podcast possible. And now back to the conversation. So where where do we fall down? You know, do you think that um, therapists should be asking, you know, is, is it as simple as would you like to rebook your treatment today? Or um, like you and I have done thousands of mystery shops. Like what have you experienced? Why, why are the clients not rebooking? I think that it is the lack of the clinic having a process set up at the front desk mm. and giving the team a physical tool. So what we recommend is giving the team something that's going to prompt a conversation or approach to rebooking, which is conversation pretty much, or the, coming towards the end of a conversation, mm. an approach to rebooking that is going to prompt a conversation that will convert into a rebook. Mm. And by asking someone, would you like to rebook, it's a little bit lazy mm. in that the answer quite often, I mean, the person's head's already outside the front door for a start. They're thinking about what's coming next in their day. Totally. So they're not even present with you anymore. Mm. <laughs> you know? They're just wanting to make their transaction and get on. And if you don't, I mean, the, the no and like is probably there at this point, but the trust hasn't set in yet. They may not have had a flamingo memorable experience. There might not have been enough little little uh, delight and surprise moments to, to really make an impact on them thinking, oh, I cannot wait to get back to this to this this clinic for my next appointment mm. and the it's just the lack of the process so if if they've got systems set up this is how we ask for a, a client to rebook this is what we say which isn't do you want to would you like to rebook next time something along the lines of presenting them with a you know like a a, a new client welcome pack and explaining to them, so that could be like the visual prompter of like this is what you say when you're talking to a new client. There's there might be um, eight highlights because essentially what we want to do also is train that client to engage with the business through growth behaviors. And one of the main points is rebooking. So if they've got a welcome pack and they're presenting it and they're explaining what their niche is, what their specialty is, you know how they specialize in skin, for example, uh, talk a little bit about the professional skincare brands that they have, just so the client's aware. It's like seconds. These points are seconds. It doesn't have to go on for long at all. It's minutes to say and to actually let them know this is what else we have here for you. It's not just about a brow shape or a brow wax. Uh, explaining about, you know, we do have online bookings available and our cancellation policy is this. So you, you're setting yourself up to have a client that doesn't become a delinquent client mm. because they're getting all the important information right from the very beginning. And then to actually, like, so you're giving them a gift that is redeemable within six weeks within that welcome pack experience. So instead of would you like to rebook, the question becomes, Let's find a time so that we can get you booked in and you can redeem and enjoy that gift. Yeah. 
Totally. I mean, if you're saying, and I used to work at a day spa who on their point of sale system, it would have a little um, pop-up come up, you know, once you've actually checked the client out, right? So you've already taken the money. You've already said, thank you. Goodbye. You press checkout and then the pop-up comes up and it says, would you like to rebook? And so all of us therapists would go, did you want to rebook today? Right. But by that time, the client's got her bag on her shoulder or his Um, You know, they're getting out mobile phone, keys, parking ticket, you know, husband's calling, asking what's for dinner. They know they've got to go pick the babysitter up. Like their head is gone. They're not in the treatment room anymore. They're not in that experience. So if you say, would you like to rebook? Chances are your client's going to say no right then and there. Yeah. And then a lot of therapists go, oh, well, you can just rebook on online and just kind of default and then the conversation's never brought up again. But I like what you're saying there. Like, okay, Vanessa, so we've, um, you know, we've done X, Y, Z on your skin today. It's looking absolutely fantastic. Today is the 7th of October. What I would love to do is actually rebook you in four weeks. So if we just pull that out of thin air, that's the 7th of November, right? That's when your skin's going to turn over. Da, 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 da. That's when I need to get you back into the treatment room again. Let's get you rebooked in for that now right? So the client goes, bang, 7th of November, coming in for a treatment. I know why I need to come in for a treatment because my skin's going to turn over and all of the delicious things that the therapist educated her on. And then it's a no-brainer. Hey, Jody, Vanessa's here. Let's rebook her in four weeks. It's about the 7th of October, uh, 7th of November. Did you want a morning or afternoon? Afternoon. Perfect. Kids are with dad. Da, 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 done. You know, it's not a yes or no answer. Agreed. Yes, and it's also not sending them out the door with all of that new knowledge and information and education about mm. their skin. What they maybe they didn't even know that they had a skin condition before they came into the clinic, yeah. and you know the therapist has worked really hard at at getting that initial conversation started around what they see and how they can help. The clients all topped up on all this new information and they get sent out into the world where they get <laughs> hit with lots of different marketing messages yeah. from all sorts of, you can access skin education virtually, mm. literally virtually anywhere now just mm. by over a computer screen. So, I mean, it's one thing to say, would you like to rebook? But what what I sometimes think that they may as well say is, you know, would you like to rebook or perhaps you'd prefer to go and try one of our competitors next time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so take what you've learned and then go off to Westfields and walk past, you know, one of the one of the big clinics nice. and, yeah. and see microdermabrasion at $49 and that's what I've suggested and you go. <laughs> see you later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Lost do, you, do you think that we need to train our clients before they walk in the door? Um, or, or is it enough to just kind of educate them and, and teach them while they're on the bed that they need to rebook? I think that the basic, like this, I like the word training because people don't know what they don't know. Mm. And also when you've, especially when you've got a new client, they've, they've probably been visiting another clinic that doesn't have, a, you know, much structure in place when it comes to, a client respecting the business, the team, the brand, the, you know, the team's time. And just by, I think, communicating with them from the first time they visit, I mean, previ- um, before they arrive, yes, they should be 
they should be aware of what the cancellation policy is and how that gets handled. And, mm-hmm. and it's quite common these days for anyone who is, well, for their ideal clients especially, people come to expect to give a credit card to secure a booking. They understand yeah. they're taking up time. It's not something that is offensive or, in fact, it sends the message we're professional, we're mm. organised, uh, we have this time set aside for you. So just the basics, getting the basics right from the beginning, you know, like having that rebooking process, uh, getting the client to understand and respect the cancellation policy and making them aware of the convenience available, like online bookings. Quite often clients aren't even aware that they can make a booking online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, explaining how it works and letting them understand that a $5 deposit will be taken when you make an online booking. So it's not a surprise when they get there. So, so I guess training communication mm. from the beginning is just going to set, set a, a better relationship between the clinic and the client. Uh, they have, they, they have realistic expectations. They understand how things work and, time isn't wasted mm. you know a lot of time gets wasted and uh a lot of money gets lost mm. with no shows and things like that so it just prevents that again that delinquent client yeah absolutely and um we've been talking a lot about databases today and just to kind of like scale it really back to basics your database is your point of sale software system right so if you are Um, entering in your client details, if your client's booking online, if you're filling out consultation forms, all of that data goes into your database, which is living on your computer, right? For business owners, you have like thousands, hundreds of thousands of unspent dollars that are literally just sitting in your computer waiting for you to tap into them. And I guess that's kind of been a really big running theme of our chat today is like, the SMSs, the email blast, you know, the the reporting to understand who our top 50, top 20, top five clients are, you know, who are our VIP clients, how much have they come in in the past? What's their average spend? Like when we look at, I think sometimes we put our database to the side and we kind of go, oh, it's there. It's just for the functionality of looking at clients' histories and things like that. But actually it can really outline and tell a lot of stories for us. And it can really paint some pictures about what's happening in our businesses. Um, Do you have to have a specific database, Vanessa, to make this all work? Or do you feel like anyone's computer sitting in their clinic right now can tell them some of those stories? I definitely think that if someone's serious about growing a successful beauty skin business, they must work with a industry-specific salon software program. Uh, Timely, Katoomba, Shortcuts, Forest, to name a few. Those programs have been written specifically for our industry. I'm not a big fan of point of sale software programs that might have been developed for personal trainers and then adapted to beauty. There's always there's always seems to be workarounds that are required. The stuff that's really important for the the overall operations of the clinic as well as marketing. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think that. I mean, there are also some programs out there that are really basic free programs that have basic and limited on the marketing capabilities. And and I get the attraction to free, Mm. but what I think that a lot of, what I think that some salon owners don't get is that 
if they just use the features included in a software program, even if it costs $500 a month, if they used it, if they had a plan, an annual campaign marketing plan, if they were using all the marketing automation features, if they were, if they had a rebooking process at their front door, at their front desk, and it was supported with, with you know, a basic marketing funnel that goes out through that point of sale software program to, you know, respectfully continue to contact and touch that client, the return on investment would be. Like you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars out of software programs like Timely, Katoomba, Shortcuts or Forest mm. if you're using it. And so I, 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 I think if anyone is serious about it, especially if you want to, like what we were just talking about before, you know, you want to train your clients to engage in the, with the business through growth behaviours. The only way that you can do that is to communicate that. And you can't do that without marketing, without emails, without SMS, without verbal marketing. Uh, it's it's just so essential. People are busy, they forget. Mm. You know, they need to be reminded and and they need to, they need, they need to to know what it is that that you offer. And the only way to do that is well, they need to, they also need to, you need to be able to target what else, how else you can help them. So if your system doesn't, is, isn't capable of pulling a list of everyone who's purchased skincare but never had a facial, it just, it's just so limiting. It's really limiting. So my advice to someone when they contact me and say, oh, I really, I'm just so sick of shortcuts. I'm going to switch to Katoomba. I'm so over timely and I'm going to go to forest. I'm like, tell me how you're using it <laughs> yeah and then they tell me how they're using it and I'm like but you're not using it <laughs> exactly you're not using it so why don't you do this why don't you why don't you contact the brand and why don't you book some training in why don't you write a wish list of th- six things you want to learn and and start using consistently mm. and then let's talk about swapping after that totally Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you don't know this, but I have been in two of your clients' clinics and I have seen them work absolute gold, five-star magic when it comes to rebooking. Yes, I know your face. I love this. (laughs) I wish everyone listening to the podcast could see your face because you are in shock. Now, I have stood in ultimate indulgence down in um, Garfield, Garfield, Michelle, yes. Yes. Michelle. Um, and I've also stood in the Butte house up on the Gold Coast with Tara. Oh, yes. yes. Now, both of them have come out of treatment and they have stood there and not said, did you want to rebook today? You know, yes. they have actually done all of your words you know they have been absolutely impressive they have handed out the things they have implemented these incredible retention strategies that you have put in place and I just thought it was absolute magic and so I want to ask you about them today this new client retention package tell me all of the things how does it work why does it work okay great thanks for sharing that with me uh, I just I love hearing I love hearing about our I love hearing our clients actually being action takers mm. and utilizing the marketing that they invest in. So thank you for that. The new client the new new client retention package it's not new. It's been around since two thousand and nine. The strategy and the concept it's something I first introduced to the industry back in two thousand and nine, and it's it's part of our our signature service, which is our foundation marketing establishment package, which has a strong focus on frequency of visit and client retention. Mm-hmm. And what I've, what, I've, what I've decided to do is to take one 
part of that overall retention strategy, which I think is the most important part, which is getting that new client back for a second visit. And I've created a smaller package so that clinics can can, um, just hone in on new client retention for rebook and retention for that second visit. So it's, it gives them, there's a procedures guide with scripts and, you know, step-by-step processes to follow, but there's also a new client welcome pack, which uh, we call a thank you gift pack. We think it's all about saying thank you as well as welcome because, you know, they've got a lot of choice out there. But it just ensures that the therapist has a, a tool that they can present to the client. And it's pretty impressive, this tool. Like you don't even, this, this pack, it's, it's super professional. It's a great way of presenting the brand. It makes, it's a, a wonderful delight and surprise moment. The, it's premium and it has, it has valuable gifts for them to enjoy to get them back. So even when they go and visit some big brands like David Jones or Maya, they don't actually receive this type of, personalized um, experience and even though it's it's disguised as gifts it's really about increasing average spend and frequency of visit it's a strategy and again to prompt a conversation to say to someone we specialize in skin we are skin magicians and we have helped so many people achieve healthy strong beautiful skin and that's why we're giving you a gift which is $25 towards any of our skin treatments you've got to try Uh, whatever it is that would suit that client. Mm. And these are our products and this is why we have this brand and it's remarkable because, and you also have a gift to redeem towards that and we can book you in for a skin consultation. You'll be amazed at the results you can get at home. Mm. Okay, And if your family and friends are anything like you or you know anyone who would enjoy the the salon as, as you have today, we'd love to treat them too. Here's your welcome pack. Here's a voucher for them. Here's your vouchers. Uh, ideally it'd be great to see you in six weeks right so everything we said before let's um, book you in on this day and this time but then it doesn't stop there because people might say no so in the package we also have email touch points we've created emails and they're 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 beautifully presented they uh, have been created as editable templates in canva so the clinic owner can make them their own this the strategy has been um the, you know, the strategy is there. It's based on profit. There's four emails, one to welcome the client, one to remind them 30 days later that they've received the pack, another email just to remind them that it's time to see them again for their regular appointment. There's an email to thank them for referring a friend. And there's a process they follow to call the client to like actually thank them for referring a friend mm-hmm. and a customizer a gift for them that's going to introduce them to something new and help them increase their average client spend. So it's it's a complete, robust, um, turnkey system for new client retention with a with a twist of referral activity in there as well. Yes, I love it. And you know, um, I was so surprised when I saw the little um, what do you call it, like bunch of gift cards um, yeah. used as a tool as your words are because. A lot of businesses just have a sign in the window or something like that saying 25% off your next treatment, right? 
but the client never says, oh, hey, I saw your sign in the window saying 25% off my next treatment. Can I get that? They don't, right? Because it's in the window that they only pass it really once, you know, and the therapist never says, oh, hey, have you seen that sign in our window? We've got 20% off. So the therapist or esthetician never talks to the discounts. And that's where all of our promos and our marketing materials fall down, right? But with this little pack of gift cards, it's a prompter, as you've said, you know, if I have a, if I'm a therapist and I see that on the counter, I go, oh, here's my client. Let me give that to her. That gives me the words as a therapist. That gives me the articulation to start the conversation. And then I say, it's got X, Y, and Z. Tell your friends and family. We'd like to welcome them to da, 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 da. And I think the words are something that sometimes therapists lose. You know, they don't know how to say it. Um, so that's why I love your, your client retention pack because it's got the words. If you're shit at email, it's got the email words. If you're shit at SMS, it's got the SMS. Like the hard work has literally been done for you. And I think as we were saying back to earlier, the business owner wearing all of the hats, you don't have time to sit there and hire a copywriter, hire a designer, hire someone to take all your images and da, 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 da. Like this is done for you, which for me, if I was a business owner opening a business tomorrow and somebody could give me that on a platter, done without question. Done with it. Thank you for saying that. Done without question. I agree. It's a no brainer, but also to the entire, the entire uh, approach to this, uh, this uh, process it's a process that mm. we've created. There are tangible items. There's you know, print pieces and there's the emails that go out. But what we've done is, based on my experience of working front desks over the years, over many, many years, and talking to consumers across in a beauty salon, you know, across a reception desk and not having those tools, mm. and then using a point of sale system that I know can automatically send out a welcome email and then a follow-up email and then an email to say thank you for referring a friend. So because of my knowledge on POS systems, on selling software programs and my on-the-ground real experience, you know, on the front line and talking to so many selling owners, we've based what we've created around those three elements. So the time the selling owners need, uh, the experience at the front desk, keeping it real. You know, you don't need to get into a conversation about, you know, when you refer a friend, you'll receive, like, it's, it's not why people refer mm. at all. You just need to plant the seed. You just need to ask for the referral and let the magic happen based on the, the wonderful experience that you've had. But every piece in this package can be used with Katoomba, can be used with Forest, Timely, Shortcuts, Zenodi, like all the major brands. They all have this marketing automation capabilities within those mm. pod systems and very few salon owners use them. So my goal, my mission is to see them utilising their POS system because it's so powerful and it can change their life and their business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes. Now, I feel like we're coming full circle with um, yeah. with my last question because we started by you saying um, PBS and Matt Williams, um, you know, you, oh, you started yes. there um, and yeah. now we're kind of finishing there. So yeah. what I um, find very cool and very generous, very damn generous, might I add, um, is that PBS, um, Professional Beauty Solutions, one of the biggest distributors in the Australian professional beauty and aesthetic industry, for those who don't know, are actually subsiding 50% of this new client retention package, whether you're a PBS partner or not, which is why I say so damn generous, like Lisa and Matt can seriously do no wrong. Um, tell me how and why 
a business owner can kind of get that and and why not for anyone like anyone they don't even have to be a PBS partner well Matt and, Matt and Lisa care a lot about uh, salon owners and they a lot of people um, probably aren't aware that when when you had that Victorian charity you know you had that shout out and a lot of people donated mm. money to support and help therapists that at the time some people couldn't even put food on their table because of the second wave of COVID you know Matt and Lisa um like they donated ten thousand dollars to that cause like no one knows that and they do stuff like that that, I just cried and I'm not even a crier but I was like ten thousand dollars for no reason oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah and exactly and and I had a conversation with them about that and and it was uh and they were just they were, I don't know, just telling, sharing with me how some stories with their own stockers and some yeah. people, you know, in Victoria and how people were struggling. And uh, and together we were just like, how else can we help? Mm. You know, you can't just keep throwing $10,000 at everything. How else can we help? <laughs> mm. And, uh, yeah, Matt came up with the idea of uh, subsidising to, you know, some salons to help them get their client retention systems in place through, he really believes in what we do at SMC and uh, he's one of our, uh, you know, he's always believed in me as well. He's always given me a bit of a, a rap as a, you know, with my marketing, I guess my passion, what you talked about as well at the beginning with, you know, always thinking outside the box and having this sort of flamingo mindset approach to finding different ways for beauty salons to go. Anyway, he had suggested that he could, um, maybe PBS, PBS could help in this way and offered to, yeah, subsidise 50% of our new client retention package because he truly, and Lisa believes that there's a huge opportunity for salons to really shift and grow uh, through getting that right. So, so that's why they're they're doing it. They're paying for half, and and the salon owner pays for the other half. So it's yeah, quite remarkable. Angel faces, actual yeah. beauty industry angels. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, Vanessa, thank you so much for coming and having a chat with me today. There is so much gold in this conversation. I could, I feel like we could probably have three different episodes just on client retention alone, but we'd be here for five hours. Um, but thank you so much. I, I don't think there could be more motivation for a business owner right now, especially if you're in lockdown still, to get up your bottom and implement. You know, you can obviously swipe up, click the show links. All of the stuff is there. We'll be seeding this across all of our different channels. So it's going to be in all of your eyes multiple times. There's no reason why people can't go in action. But I really appreciate your time today. Yes, same. Ditto, Tamara. Thanks so much. And thanks for everything you do with Butte Industry. I think it's quite remarkable. And uh, I'm super proud to be a Butte partner. Thanks for having me here today. Wow, what an episode. Honestly, marketing is one of the biggest things we get asked about at Butte. In particular, how to execute profitable and purpose-driven campaigns. I bet you're absolutely itching to get a start on your marketing by now. And if you're like me and you don't have the time for all of the things, go and get yourself some of those incredible do-it-yourself campaign sets that Vanessa was talking about so that you can literally just drag and drop your brand colors, fonts, and pictures into the design and away you go. It could not be more simple. Thank you so much for your ears and your time and your energy listening to all of the podcast episodes that we put out. Until next time, stay connected.